0: Chapter Three: Lilacs and Looting The ambient light of the dining room in the Salire household was a welcome change from the white, hospital-like feel of the CIA's underground office. At the dark oak table sat Lewis, David and Sarah. Opposite them sat Lewis and David's parents and Sarah's aunt and uncle. So Lewis started. You're spies, or something close. Agents, yeah, Clark answered. I know that you guys are upset we didn't tell you, but I know you understand why we had to keep it a secret. The rest of the agents nodded. We're not upset, Lewis sighed. I don't even think I'm disappointed. You're right. We understand why you did what you did. David nodded in agreement, but Sarah stared silently at the table. I think. We all just need some time. A lot happened today, and we just need some time. David's fingers tapped lightly on the table's surface, pondering. Was what Jameson said really true? Do we really just go back to our old lives? Yeah, Mark answered. I mean, you guys just finished all your online courses, so you could go get jobs, have lives. Easier said than done. You're not wrong about that. And we'd be concerned if it was easy for you. Mark nodded, and Isabel put her arm around their niece. We know it's never going to be the same, and we wouldn't even try to make it seem that way. But we'll give everything to make sure you have the best life we can give you. You can stay here with us as long as you'd like. Sarah sniffled, wiping her eyes.
1: I know, Uncle Mark. I love you guys a lot. I really am glad that you guys are here for me. I just...
0: Sarah rose from her chair and headed for the door.
1: I need to go for a walk.
0: Louis watched her leave, feeling a slight pull. He felt his brother nudge him and turn back towards the table, making eye contact with his dad. Buddy, this is the pot where you follow the girl. Mark murmured in agreement, managing a slight smile. I wouldn't even know what to say. Oh, for real? Have I taught you nothing?
1: You don't say anything, sweetheart. You just... Be there.
0: Lewis nodded, getting up and starting out the door. On a hunch, he found her next door in Mark and Isabel's backyard. Their property was nice enough, covered in lilacs that shone in the moonlight. It was here that Sarah sat, knees to her chest among the flowers, hair fallen over her face. Hearing Lewis coming, she looked up.
1: I don't want to talk right now.
0: Lewis sat next to her. The full moon lit up the field as both just looked down at the ground, silently plucking the lilacs and tossing them forward. Lewis had a handful and threw them high just as the wind picked up, catching the petals and carrying them it on its stream.
1: The night looks really good this way, you know, without the blue smoke blocking everything. Almost like nothing even happened in this whole town, this whole... everywhere. They'll never even know what we did, what Mom and Dad did.
0: She fought the urge to cry, but the tears persisted, and she fell into Lewis's arms once more.
1: I know this really hurts. I'm still so tired of crying. My heart is just so exhausted.
0: Lewis held Sarah tightly as she let out sob after sob, desperately searching for the right words but finding none. For several minutes they remained, and Sarah let go, getting up and turning her back towards Lewis. He stood as well, still fumbling for words, any words. I'm so sorry, Sarah. I can't even imagine what you're going through, and I know I can't fix it. But it's okay to be sad and to cry. I just, I wish you would know that I'm here for you. No matter what, I will be. I promise. Sarah turned and faced her friend, smiling wistfully.
1: I guess you forgot I could hear you.
0: I'm sorry. I was trying to be quiet, but this Link thing is still super new. I, the young man, stopped and sat back down. Sarah sat next to him, her hand only a couple inches away from his own.
1: No, you were quiet for a long time. I think I'm okay to talk now. For a little while, anyway. uh,
0: Sarah watched the wind ruffle Lewis's hair and turned closer.
1: I actually should be the one apologizing, Lewis.
0: What? What in the world do you need to apologize to me for?
1: David and Stan told me what you did. That you electrocuted yourself to bring me back. And then I heard you thinking about it on the way home, when you were wondering if that was how we could hear each other's thoughts. You you could have died doing that, but they said you didn't even hesitate.
0: Her fingers grasped Lewis's hand and squeezed.
1: Thank you, Lewis. I'm sorry I let myself get hurt like that. I just, when I saw my parents in the other room, just lying there, I lost it. Just crying and crying and I inhaled the gas before you could give me the antidote. I'm sorry I put us both in danger.
0: Lewis gently lifted Sarah's head with his free hand. You don't have to be sorry, Sarah. I'm not. Not one bit. It was an impossible situation for anyone to handle, and I don't blame you for reacting the way you did. And of course I didn't hesitate. You're more than worth it, lady.
1: Looks like I have another reason to call you hero.
0: Sarah smiled again. Lewis cocked his head in curiosity, realizing he wasn't aware of why Sarah called him that. But before he could ask his question, she turned away.
1: I have to go. There's a lot to take care of. But I'll see you tomorrow, if you want.
0: Yeah, lady. See you tomorrow. Still air of crumbled debris and spilled chemicals hit Sky Tomber hard. Ah, I can't believe I came back here. A collapsed pillar blocked his path only for a moment. This newfound strength was a welcome improvement, even at the cost of his burned vocal cords. Taking his time to navigate the altered surroundings, Sky eventually found his father's old desk, memorabilia from the company still cluttering its top. He ran a hand along one of the drawers, finding it locked along with the rest. It would be easy enough to break them open, but the young man did not want to be here a minute long. He was only here because of what she had said.
1: We need answers, Sky. How can we know what to do when we don't truly know what's been done?
0: She had made a valid point. I suppose I could just take the whole thing, closing his eyes and focusing intently. Skye kept one hand on the desk as the space began to ripple around him. Still getting used to only moving myself. Going to be difficult, but... I cannot fail. Tensing his grip on the desk, the corner bent slightly as the air bent greatly. Enveloping the wanderer in his prize. The cold air fell atop Stan Poller's blanket, the fan's blades whipping swiftly. The young chemist tossed and turned, memories from the day still playing back in his mind. After all Stan had done for the company, this was Spire's best solution? He had just stopped a contamination that one of their own people was responsible for. True, his friends had helped, and there was the whole business with the CIA being involved beforehand. But Spire had missed the point. He didn't want a payoff, no matter how lucrative. If they had actually stopped to think before they sent an email two hours after the incident, all they would have realized was that he wanted to work with their machines to be in an environment where he could be himself. All he needed was his data and a project, and Stan would be content. Now, he couldn't go back to Spire, and his signed-for-him contract prevented him from working for another chemical company. You just have to take the yearly settlements and be content, they had written. Stan frowned as he rolled over again. Maybe he couldn't work for another company, but the agreement didn't say anything about him freelancing. All he needed were the documents from his desk. He could remember the contents of them well enough, but he would need G and Tomber's notes as well, since it was a joint effort. If the CIA
1: hasn't confiscated all of Tomber's stuff already, it It would still still be difficult difficult to get in. I wouldn't even know exactly where to look at his desk, and if I got caught.
0: Stan shook his head and pulled the blanket further over himself, letting the whirring of the fan eventually send him to sleep. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or the series in general, please rate us, follow us, and share it with someone you think will also enjoy it. Till then, we'll see you in two weeks for the next chapter.